Today's show is pre-recorded. Listening to the voice of Come On Dig Me Now, one and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. I was uh had my head down and I was uh thinking of what I wanted to say this morning, but uh it, it, it kinda uh it's kinda be something I've lived for a long time. And uh you know, for a long time, you know, I had a lot of faith in people. You know, it's strange, too, because, you know, you know, um, my mother was a Sunday school teacher. So, of course, I grew up around it, knowing uh, scriptures and things like that. Not not a lot of them, but, you know, the ones I retained. But um, having her as a mother was uh, was a huge help in understanding about faith. But even with that, as I grew up, I began to put a lot of faith in people. And, um, you know, I, I figured, uh, you know, just like everybody else, you know, man, if I could just meet this person or if I could just sit down with that person or man, if I could just get this person to hear my ideal or man, if just if this person could hear my track or man, if I could just get this in the hands of somebody in the know, I was like everybody else. I thought that way. You know, I actually thought that if I could get in a certain situation with a certain person, that if a certain person were to meet me, that, you know, it could change everything for me. Oh, man. Oh, how wrong I was. Oh, how wrong I was. How long did I spend feeling that way? And how many of you out there possibly have felt that way before? You know, like even in a relationship, this is the person for me. And, you know, you just lay claim to that. You know, not necessarily being a fact, but you just lay claim to it. 
this is the person for me. This is the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. You know, sometimes, you know, we just lay claim to stuff. And it's not always what's in our best interest or it's not always a fact. It's just what we decided we wanted. And I was guilty of that just like anybody else. And I spent a lot of years in my life putting faith in people. Man, if I could tell you anything this morning, it's to stop putting your faith in people and put your faith in God where it counts the most. I mean, you can get something out of this one. See, here's the deal about a relationship with God. It, it, it's the same all the time. He never changes. His word is 100% absolute. His word doesn't have loopholes in it. None of that. It's this is what it is. He's very clear. Now, you can deviate off your end of the bargain, but it don't stop what he says from being true. But if he asked you to do something, if, if God asked you to, to be a certain way, to do a little something a certain way, and you don't do it that way, then, you know, you could still possibly get by for a while. But don't you understand that his end of the deal stays the same? And as long as you're not doing it the way you're supposed to, the results are not going to be what you want it to be. And I did this for years and years and years, and I counted on people. And, uh, you know, I got myself in a lot of situations. And I got out one, a dire situation that I'd been in for a number of years, but he had protected me from years prior to that. I didn't even know what was going on. And then he, he made it aware, made me aware of the problem. And then, man, Lord have mercy, I was in a dismal situation. And then at the end of the year, I was free, free from it all. But it was a decision that I had made that led up to that. And in and in going through that process, I had to learn something, man. I learned a lot about people. See, if you want to learn about your friends, if you want to learn about your people, people around you, get yourself in some trouble. Get yourself in a situation. Oh, man, you start looking around, man. The field get real clear when you're in trouble. The field clears out. When you're in doubt, when you don't know what to do, when you need help, it get real clear on the playing field then, don't it? Oh, but when things is going right, it's time for a party. We throwing a celebration. We 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 gonna we gonna do one down here. Oh man, there's plenty of people on the field. But 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 get yourself in a situation. You find out rather quickly that oh no, oh no, everybody ain't here. And that's when I started learning. And, I, and I'm telling you, I had to start learning this for real until I finally got it, to stop putting my faith in people and put all of mine in God where it counts the most. Now, is that to say that there are people that you can't trust? No, that's not what I'm saying. I ain't say you can't trust them, but you can't dump your faith in them. I got it all riding on what he say. I got it all riding on what she say. No, no, uh-uh. No, I hear you saying it, but I'm going to keep my eye on this situation because I hear you saying it, but I'm going to take this faith of mine and instead of putting it in people, I'm going to put it in God where it counts the most because his word is absolute. What he say he's going to do, he's going to do. What he say he's not going to tolerate, he's not going to tolerate. Now you can make it, you can make it tolerable for yourself, but he's not going to tolerate it. And that's just the end of the line. And so, you know, I'm, 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 I'm wondering how many people out there find themselves in a situation like me, or maybe you've gotten yourself in a situation because you put your faith in some people and now you wound up in a different type of situation. Now let me ask you, where them people at? 
the only one that I found when I was in my deepest trouble, when me and my wife were in our darkest situation, was God. It was the only one. It was the only one who was just right there. Right there all the way through. Now, let me explain something to you. Because you have this relationship with God, it does not mean, it does not mean now that it won't get, it won't still be a situation. You understand? But what he will do is protect you during that period. He'll cover you during that period that it is a situation. He will give you the strength to overcome the situation when it turns into a situation. Then when he he cracks it open for you and the sun is bright and shining, what he don't want you to do is when it gets sunny again to forget about him who was there when it was dark for you. See, I used to do that too. You know, I was, oh man, I did it. I'm, I'm telling you right now I did it. But I'm telling you, man, when I learned a very serious lesson and I watched some people I thought were friends of mine just sort of casually remove themselves from the situation. Then I said, okay. Me and Marjorie looked around. We said, okay, it's just me, you, and God. And we started conducting ourselves accordingly. So when it's sunny for us, we remember God. We stay prayerful. We keep talking to him. We thank him for the sunshine. We thank him for the dark days that he allowed us to who allowed us to survive it and turn it into sunny days. And we talk to him constantly to protect us of our future enemies. And that's what the deal is. So if I was everybody, I would stop putting your faith in people and put your trust in God where it really does count the most. It really, really does. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here. It is morning time. It is a time for gratitude. It is a time to say out loud, however you choose to say it, but please start your day by saying thank you. I appreciate it. I sure do appreciate another day that you have given me with whatever measure of health you may have. The fact that you are here means that you are still on time, in time, and in some measure of health. And for that alone, you ought to be grateful. This is Steve Harvey Morning Show. Make no mistake about this now. Ha! And if you don't like the way that show started right there, it's something wrong with you. How can you not be okay with saying thank you when you didn't have nothing to do with waking yourself up this morning? Mm. It was not your alarm clock. Do you understand that? You know, a lot of people's alarm going to go off this morning and they're not going to they're not going to answer it. A lot of people's alarm clock will go off this morning and they will not answer. You you heard yours. You know why? Because he shook you and woke you up so you could hear. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Shirley Strawberry. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Good morning, for real. Steve. Amen, amen again. Thank you, Jesus. Hey, what's up, Julia? I ain't did it in a while, but won't he do it? Yes, come won't on. Come on. come on. Hey! Yes, sir. King of pranks, nephew Tommy. Too blessed to be stressed. Mm. Too anointed to be disappointed. All right. <laughs> Got that one from Shirley. 
Yeah. Hump day. Wednesday. Yeah. Man. Yeah. yeah. That's what day it is. Hump day. Mm-hmm. Rolling along yeah. here. Rolling. Weekend comes. Valentine's Day on the weekend. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, mm-hmm. Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day weekend. Valentine's, yeah, baby. Let's day. go get it. Let's uh, <laughs> go get it. Day. Yeah, we're going to hear a CLO got later. to thank us something. Yeah, we'll hear a little later this morning from the CLO on how to do a romantic Valentine's weekend on a budget if you're staying home and stuff. You know, Yeah, he's safe. been telling us yeah. all week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all some week. good yeah. suggestions. Yeah, too. really nice. Yeah. Yeah. My wife ain't well, here for budget. Valentine's Day, so. Aw. Yeah. You got Netflix. You got Discovery Damn. Plus. Really? <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't put him off on wow. TV. You know, he just don't watch TV. TV on there. He can't have but it. What is he going to do? You got your well, maybe I'm going to lay around. Life. You know what I'm saying? And, and, <laughs> and watch <laughs> Netflix and Discovery Plus and all well, of Shirley, that. Well, Shirley, remember I'm to lay around naked with her, you know? But she's not there. Didn't you say that? Yeah, I just said she wasn't here. Don't stop me from what I want. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know what, Shirley? I, I don't like you handling me like I'm a strawberry letter. <laughs> you know, didn't like her case. advice. Yeah, yeah, I ain't like that advice at all. <laughs> Don't do to be- me what I do to others. Okay, but wait a minute, Steve. <laughs> of course you want to be with her. That goes without saying. I want to I'm be, gonna be laying around with you. Just to let you know. We'll be back with Sister Odell in the building right after this. Hey. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's Women Crush Wednesday, and our girl, Sister Odell, is in the building. It's morning time. It is morning time. My Lord, my Lord, my Lord. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Praise. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning, Sister morning. Odell. Good morning, Shirley. Good morning, Miss Sister Odell. Hey, Carly. Hey, Sister Odell. God bless you. How you doing? God bless you too, Junior. Morning, Sister Odell. Tommy. Yes, ma'am. Good morning. Good, Good morning. Where's that boy, uh, uh, Brown? Oh, Jay? Oh, he don't, he don't yeah. come in. He don't come in. When do he come in? Seem like every time, because he, he's off on Wednesday. Yes, yes, yes. yes. yes he's off, when I come schedule. on Tuesdays, he here Thursdays. <laughs> Monday and Friday. Yeah, sometimes what? days. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are yeah. his days. What in the world? Mm-hmm. I know. Steve hired him. Steve, that's how yeah. Steve wanted it. You need to talk it. to yeah. Steve about that. Yeah. Well, you know, he's made some stupid decisions in his life. Who? Who's Steve? Steve? Oh. <laughs> You're just keeping it 100, huh? Oh, he done done some things. He done done some things he regrets. Uh, oh. I guess we, we love Jay. Yeah, yeah, we love Jay. Well, he's fine. What's going on, everyone? Well, I just wanted to know you sound good. Have you been staying safe and everything, Sister Odell? You- yes, yes, uh-huh. yes. I went down there and got the vaccinations. Oh, oh good. 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 Mm-hmm. good. They was I, I don't know, Tommy. I got the one that's doing them down at the gas station. No, at the seriously. gas station. Uh huh. No, ma'am. Not today. No, <laughs> you're not gonna do it. Uh. Uh-uh. 
<laughs> yep, that's when they was giving that thirty five dollars. <laughs> they charge you too. Yeah, they charge you. Okay. Um, did you know? You know what, Sister Odell? I'm going to take this conversation in a whole different direction. We're going to get away from the gas station. And uh, did you know Aunt Jemima? Uh, they're taking her name off the box, her likeness, her picture, this fictional character, Aunt Jemima. Well, that's she the, uh, ain't fictional. Oh, what did you mean really fictional? Is. Jemima? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> you talking about Jemima Jackson? Yeah. Uh, her hey, last Jemima name is Jackson. Jackson. <laughs> she ain't fictional. That was her last name. I never liked the hell for getting name. on the box anyway. Well, I told her wide ass. I said, you know, you're going to piss a lot of black people off wearing that bandana and everything, talking about some syrup and pancakes. <laughs> Good thing we got it off in time for well, black they history. changed it. To what? Is a yes, white woman on the box now? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no, ma'am. It's... What is it, Cindy's pancakes? <laughs> <laughs> Karen, uh, no, ma'am. It's a pearl, the Pearl Milling Company. Pearl, pearl. Milling Company. You know they put Pearl Bailey on the pancake. No. Oh. oh no. Well, why not? They putting Harriet on the twenty. <laughs> oh well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad at Pearl on that because Pearl be clean. Pearl, Pearl ain't finna wear no rag. I tell you that now. That's what Pearl gonna look like. Pearl gonna have on some pearls. Her name Pearl, ain't it? <laughs> Can't sell pancakes like that, though. You gotta look well, like you're in the kitchen working. <laughs> yeah, the Pearl Milling Company, you know, they, they're the ones who created it in the first place. They well, is they taking Uncle Ben off the rice? All that. Yeah. Perhaps. Perhaps. Yeah. I believe they are. Yes. Uh-huh. They're going to uh-huh. put a white man uh-huh. on the rice and they're going to put a white woman on the pancakes and the company going to close. What <laughs> 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 white Ms. man Ms. you know know how to make rice? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard of a white man that really makes rice? I'm just asking. <laughs> what about Mrs. Butterworth? Mrs. Butterworth, Here's I heard a- she might be stepping down. Uh-huh. Well, you know, Miss Butterworth, you, that oh, ain't yeah, no... That, that, mm-hmm. Was that fixed tick, fix tick, fix, 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 Fictitious, <laughs> boys, the word you're looking for. <laughs> and that's, uh, what's a pancake lady? What's School them, Sister-O. Because I tell you... Mrs. Butterworth? What you mean? Jemima. Oh, Jemima, oh, Jemima Jackson. Mm-hmm. Will you stop saying Jemima? Jemima Jackson. That's her sister, Butterworth. <laughs> Oh, okay. uh-huh, they all got in the pancake business at the same time. Well, that's some black history I didn't know. Right See, these now. things you don't know. I know because I know these like, people. Yeah, it's Black History Month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did you meet Aunt Jemima? I met Aunt Jemima. We was down there at a, we was in a cooking contest. And uh, the heifer had a white man backing her, you know. So mm. she had a whole kitchen and everything in there just... Just turning out products. And she just turned out more products mm-hmm. than the rest of us. And then they gave her her own pancake mix. And then they told her they took the pancake mix and just made her the face. Then mm. she went and got a fat-ass sister. Mm-hmm. And that's how they came up with the syrup. <laughs> Butterworth. Butterworth. Butterworth Jackson. <laughs> All right. Now now we can. <laughs> her name is Bethesda. But that don't look on good on syrup. So they call her Butterworth. <laughs> Oh, this ain't funny to Carly. <laughs> oh, you go. Oh, I see you pimping your little lips up because you don't like to hear the truth about history. Oh, that's the truth. 
in black. Well, if it's fictitious, if it's fictitious, then who is I'm pissing off? <laughs> Hello, sister Odell. Stay with us, sweetie. What you doing for Valentine's, sister Odell? Come on, so try. Going down to Magic City and save some souls. Going down Magic City, mask and everything. I'm taking mask, bras, panties, everything. Cause you know. Valentine's Day on a Sunday. You're not going to be stripping on the Lord's Day. Put some you clothes need anybody on. To, you need yeah. anybody to go with you to help? Yeah, I need help. You know, passing out clothes and stuff at Magic City going to be hard. You got anybody in mind? I'd love to go help if you need some help. You love mm -hmm. the what, fool? Uh, pass, pass out thank you, panties. Sister Odell. I hate to interrupt, but we got to go. Well, I'll take you. Run that prank back with Ask the Ask your wife, can you Coming go with up next. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, we got Miss Ann. She is standing by with today's national news and in entertainment news. We are all still so sad about the passing of uh, icon, legend, Miss Mary Wilson. We'll talk about her legacy at the top of the hour. But right now, time for some laughter. Come on, nephew. You're here with Run That Prank Back. What you got? I got it. I got Valentine's Day gift card. Valentine's Day <laughs> gift card. If you missed it, here it is. We running it back. Cat dog, let's go. Valentine's Day gift card. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Bryce. Yeah, this is Bryce. Hey, Bryce, how you doing, man? My name is Alvin, bro. How you doing today? I'm good, man. What's up? Hey, listen, Um, I know you're, you're, you're married to Trisha, uh, to Trisha, right? To Trisha? Yeah. Well, um, who who's this? Okay, like I said, yeah, my name is Alvin, and uh, I'm just trying to make sure I got the right person, man. Cause you um you half black, half white, right? From what I understand. Yeah, I'm half black. Who who the f is this? Why why are you asking me questions? What's going on? Is she okay. What's no, no, no. Everything's cool, man. Everything's cool. Um, uh, Trish. So check this out, man. Okay, but listen. Just say what I, you gotta say. I'm at work, man. Say what you need to say. What's happening? Okay. Listen, I actually dently I sent I sent Trisha some flowers for Valentine's. They're gonna get there on Friday. But I accidentally put a you know, the, I ordered a gift card along with it, and they they put this gift card in Trisha's gift bag, and really that's that gift card should really be for my wife. And I was trying to see if maybe if you get to the gift bag before, maybe you could get it out for me so I could get that gift card. So you said uh, you said my wife flowers for Valentine's Day, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but, yeah, but that, that that's not the key. The key is is that my uh, it's a gift card in there that I need. You know? Oh, so and you that's accidentally I... sent a gift card to my wife. You just wanted the flowers to go to her. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. I sent the oh, flowers, man. Yeah, no problem. No, yeah, no, that's cool, man. I'm so this happens. We make mistakes all the time. How about this? How about you come on over, and I will be more than happy to uh, give you the gift card because I'm sure, you know, if you send it with the flowers, I'll I'll just have to hand those the, the gift card over to you and a, and probably a nice uh ass beating too, you stupid mother. Why in the would you ever call me about this? Hey man, I, and I didn't expect I didn't expect all this What's hostility. Your name, Alvin, is it Al my oh, name? Is Alvin, but I hostility. Okay. Hey bro, all I'm trying to do is like hey, I say, no I sent a. I ain't your bro. What okay. do you mean you doing? You didn't think there's gonna be hostility? You send my wife flowers, mother. How do you even know my wife? How do you know Trish? How do you know Trish? 
I, I work in I work in the building with that Trish works in. So oh, you work with her? Okay, good. Are you, I don't work. Are you I don't work with her. her. I don't work for her company at all. But my my, you know, my floor is on a different floor. I work in a different company, but she works. She works in the same building. So, yeah, dude, I'm just trying to get the gift card, man. I ain't even trying to trip, dude. I ain't. So, uh, let me. So you sent some flowers. When, when the flowers gonna be here? What time are the flowers supposed to be here? The flowers getting there sometime Friday. I mean, on oh, Valentine's. Friday. On Valentine's Day. Okay, good, good. So how about you come down here on Friday, okay? And uh, I will give the flowers to Trish, and I will give you the gift card. And you mentioned uh, if I was half black or half white. And I'm, I'll go ahead and let you know uh, that both sides are going to beat your motherfucking because you got to be the most ignorant motherfucker I've ever met in my life. I don't care if you're green, blue, yellow, lavender. I don't know what the fuck you are, but you are the dumbest piece of shit. I've ever met. You come here Friday. You come here, and your your wife will get her great gift card, and my wife will get your flowers, and everybody's gonna be happy. Hey, dude, what's what's all this about, man? Okay, so have you gone out with Trish? Or you guys want for lunch, or you know, maybe a movie, or I mean, yeah. how much how much time have you spent with my wife? I I ain't I ain't I ain't spent no time with her. Why are you stuttering now? What do you mean you ain't spent no time with her? How you you seem to know all about her? You haven't gone out one time with my wife. No, I never went out with her. So you just have a crush on my wife? Is that what you're trying to say? And you, you just accidentally sent some bullshit to her? Is that what's going I on? Didn't right I didn't accidentally send the flowers. I sent them because I wanted her to have. She's a pretty, oh, she's a pretty lady. I wanted her to have the flowers. Oh, but okay. I didn't want her to. But I didn't want her to have my wife's gift card though. What did you think I was going to be? There? How did you think? How did in your crazy bullshit mind did you think this this was going to be okay? What if I called you right now and be like, hey? I sent your wife a fucking uh, Can you send it back to me? Like, how would you feel if I did the same to you? Well, I mean, you're talking about something different from flowers, and that seems that that sounds like a little bit offensive, don't you think? Oh, oh, that's offensive. Yeah, man. You know, I'm sorry, Albert. You're is it Albert? Albert it's not Albert. It's Alvin. It? No, it's Alvin, man. It's Alvin. I don't give a what it is, Alvin. Come see me on Friday. I'm gonna have you gift card. I'm super excited to meet you. This is. This is going to be the best Valentine's Day of my f***ing life. Come visit me. You sent the flowers to the house, right? I got the address that Tommy gave me. Who the f*** is Tommy? He the one gave me the address. He, he the How one told me. Tommy come? How about you and Tommy come over to the house? It's gonna, we'll, have a, we'll have a f***ing guy's night. I'll, I'll put on a game. we have some pretzels. Why don't you both come over here? Okay, but why, 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 why all the hostility when somebody's showing your wife some Whoa, love, dude? Man, no, there's no hostility whatsoever. There, you, you hear hostile? I just invited you and your boy Tommy to come to my house. That's not hostile. I'm being hospitable. That's what it is. It's hospitable. Come see me. Oh. Come see me. Okay, so let me ask you something, man. Don't you take, don't you drop Trish off to work every morning? Yeah, I do. I do. Okay, now like when y'all when y'all riding to work. Ain't y'all listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show? This is not the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> this is nephew Tommy, baby. Come on, Bryce. This is nephew on, Tommy from the Steve Harvey Come Morning on. Show. Your wife, Trish, got me to prank phone call you. Home run, baby. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> There's no way. There's... Oh, now I'm back. I'm pissed at her again. And now I'm going through so many emotions right now. I'm like, who could be this stupid? <laughs> oh, oh, man. I am boiling. <laughs> Holy. Oh. 
she's going to pay for this one. Uh, you got to tell me, uh, Bryce, what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The mother Steve Harvey show, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Stupid at much. its best. <laughs> but the skip call. At yeah. its best. Yeah, that's what he said, too. Yeah. You got to be about the stupidest. <laughs> I love him. Oh, man. Yeah. He kept so me Why don't you come on over here? Uh-huh. Because you asked me, was I mixed, right? Yeah. And the black and the white side, both of them going to kick your head. <laughs> okay. Love so you bought my wife some flowers, though, right? Okay, mm-hmm. okay. And you, hey, But hey. you left a gift card in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Hey, 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 man, what's with all the hostility? <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got national and entertainment news at the top of the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We're all still so sad to hear about the passing of Supreme's founder, Mary Wilson. Um, oh, Mary died suddenly Monday at... Monday evening at her home in Las Vegas, according to her longtime friend and publicist Jay Swartz. She was 76 years old. Uh, Mary, along with Diana Ross and the late Florence Ballard, co-founded the Supremes in a Detroit housing project when uh, they were just 15 years old. This was back in the 60s. Uh, While Mm. Diana and Florence left the group, Mary stayed until the end in 1977. Um, Diana Ross, everyone had something to say, and Barry Gordy, uh, Gordy, Motown founder, released a statement saying, I was extremely shocked and saddened to hear of the passing of a major member of the Motown family, Mary Wilson of the Supremes. Uh, The Supremes were always known as the sweethearts of Motown. Mary, along with Diana and Florence, came to Motown, like I said, back in the early 60s after an unprecedented string of number one hits, um, television and nightclub bookings. They opened doors for themselves, the other Motown acts, and so many more. Sad Man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. Diana Ross Supremes. and the Supremes was the original girl group. Girl group, yeah. Because yeah. before them, there were female acts and groups, but mm-hmm. I think... I think, well, in my lifetime, the Supremes was the first one to get out there on a national level. It was doing and TV and, and Ed yeah. Sullivan and all yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. They, they were the Primettes, le- right? Were they yeah, the Primettes first. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then and, they were next level, though, girl group. They were so fabulous and beautiful. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. I, I and mean, that spawned just... all of these. Mm-hmm. In Vogue, um, uh, yeah, uh, SWV, Destiny's Child, yeah. uh-huh. uh, the girls, are, emotions. Don't ask my name. Oh, the emotions. emotions. Yeah, yes. to me. Now, let me tell you something. Them girls, they can sing. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. They they you can quit playing with them now. The Jones girls, all of them. Yeah, all of the girls groups. You gonna yeah, girl groups. make yeah. me love somebody else? If you keep on, if you keep on treating me the way you don't want to do it, don't want to do it. Oh, those are jams, man. Yeah, yep, baby love, stop in the name of love. Where did my love go? Baby, those baby. were Supreme's hits. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary Wilson leaves behind a daughter, a son, and seven grandchildren. In addition, she's survived by a sister, a brother, cousin, three grandchildren, and a great grandchild. Our deepest condolences going out to the Wilson family. Yeah. But you're right, Steve. The the Supremes, they they um, broke barriers. 
You know, it was um, yeah, because I love the Temptations so much. So I used to just love. So were they at the same time, Carla? Mm -hmm. Was yes, the Tips and yeah. the Supremes yes, right on the yeah. same time? Yes, sir. Yeah. The Primes yeah. and the Primettes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no. They was Motown. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But see, yeah, Motown had a school. America. Yeah. You yeah. had to when you signed with Barry Gordy, mm -hmm. they taught you how to be a star. You know, you had to follow mm -hmm. rules. You had to you had to do things the Motown way. You yes. had to dress a certain to way, to a certain mm -hmm. kind of way. Mm -hmm. Do interviews, mm -hmm. dance, you, choreography, all because of they them. met they kings. Yeah, they met kings and queens. You know, they they really you know they were all over in England with the queen and all that stuff. So they had to know, you know, proper protocol and all of that. So mm -hmm. yeah, they don't make them like that Mary no more, man. Well, it's time for news, everybody. Here yeah. it is, Miss Ann Tripp. 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 Thank you very much, everybody. Good morning. Former President Donald Trump's second impeachment trial gets underway later today after several Republican senators joined with the Democrats in deciding that it is constitutional to try the former president on charges of inciting insurrection on January 6th. Democratic impeachment manager and Congressman Jonah Goose said he was there. What we experienced that day. What our country experienced that day is the framers' worst nightmare come to life. Presidents can't inflame insurrection in their final weeks and then walk away like nothing happened. And yet that is the rule that President Trump asks you to adopt. Trump's legal team argued that, well, whatever the president said, even if it might have been a little reckless, that it only amounted to free speech. But impatient manager and Congressman David Cicilline said that free speech is one thing. This situation was something different. Plenty of other politicians have used strong language. But Donald J. Trump was president of the United States. And he said that made a big difference. The final Senate vote was 56 to 44 in favor of starting the trial. It's going to start at around noontime today, Eastern time. Both sides will get... Each of them will get 16 hours, like about two days, basically, a little over two days, to make their case for conviction or acquittal. Donald Trump was reportedly not watching the proceedings when he was asked earlier. No, he's not watching. He's not watching. But, of course, he was. And he says he's uh, very, very, he's said to be very, very angry. And, very, I mean, like, angry is like a mild word to describe how he apparently feels. President Biden, meanwhile, is said not to be paying attention to the impeachment trial, but rather knuckling down on his, quote, American rescue plan. The president's still holding firm on wanting struggling Americans to get $1,400 COVID stimulus checks. He wants to make sure that he keeps it to middle class people and not rich people. The National National Transportation Safety Board says that pilot error was responsible for the helicopter crash that killed Kobe Bryant, his daughter, and six other people last year. The NTSB says the pilot was prohibited by federal regulations to penetrate the cloud. He wasn't supposed to do that. But the pilot, they said, intended to go up and over the clouds. He said he was going to do that, but he, apparently he became disoriented once he got in the clouds and ended up crashing into a hillside below. In Ohio, a now-fired white Columbus police officer claiming innocence in a point-blank killing of an unarmed black man named Andre Hill. The judge has said bail for this cop a former cop at $3 million. The court records show Adam Coy charged at one count each of murder and felonious assault, two counts of dereliction of duty. And it was Mary, Mary Wilson yesterday, and sad news, we've also lost boxing champ Leon Spinks, who'd been fighting prostate and other cancers for months. You know, he beat Muhammad Ali for the championship back in 1978. They knew. 
It was an incredible upset. Leon Spinks, though, was only 67 years old. Now back to Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here's an update on Tessica Brown. Remember Tessica Brown? She's a woman who put Gorilla Glue, yes, Gorilla Glue in her hair to slick it down because she didn't have yes. any more of her uh, spray that she normally uses. I want to hear um, this update. Gorilla Glue, she's What's getting help update? now. Mm-hmm. Well, she finally cut off her ponytail, but her um, scalp keeps hardening. And um, so here's some good news in this story. She's meeting with a Beverly Hills doctor who says he can remove the rest of the Gorilla Glue off her hair. Uh, Tessica also spoke to TMZ about her haters, saying she put her ordeal on social media to cash out and, and to chase clout. Take a listen. And they got some people out there saying, oh, well, she did this for clout. I wouldn't have never put this on my head. Oh, well, let's see how many followers I get. Never. I put it on social media to get help. That, that was it. That was it. I didn't think for one second I'm going to get up the next morning. And that many people have looked at this. Never and never thought it was going to get this far. Well, I, feel I, I believe that. Her. I mean, yeah, you know. She wanted to, yeah, she wanted to help people. Don't do this at home. This guy did, yeah. yeah. She wanted to help people. She wanted wow. to get help. She just, well, she said in that particular moment, in that interview, which was with TMZ, that she wanted to get help. She wanted suggestions right. and people to, you know, maybe this could work or mm-hmm. that could work. She was desperate, of course. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with her doing this video. I, I don't believe she did it for attention. That, no, you, you can't because she could not have... Nobody gonna put themselves out there like that trying to get no followers. I believe the young sister, you know, and and she look in pain. Yeah, but and, but like I said, you know, you ain't got to put this on here to tell nobody to try it at the house. You know, I want to find something to do permanently to my mustache so I ain't got to worry about it no more. But it won't be in Home Depot. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> See, that's, that's, long that's, way I, I, I won't <laughs> go down there to do, do to do that because that's not as sell it. Now, if there is a product called Gorilla Snot, yes, it's it a is. hair. Yeah. It, it is a hair product. Yeah, that's that's. I, I have that's, that at home. Yeah. Yeah, that's Here. in the hair aisle. Yes. Yeah. I don't want to buy nothing with snot in the title. I'm sorry, I don't want that. <laughs> it's just a well, thicker I don't, gel. I, don't, I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's high. <Please. laughs> well, I don't want to buy nothing with glue in the you're title. It's real snot. <laughs> I, mean, I can't get it out of my head. Yeah. Coming up in 34 minutes after the hour, a quick round of Ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it's time now. We're going to do a quick round of Ask the CLO. Are you ready, sir? Let's work. Let's go. All right, this one is from Anonymous in Brooklyn. I am a 38-year-old man, and I'm dating a 36-year-old divorced woman. We've been dating two months and we had an in-depth conversation recently about our past. She asked me how many sexual partners I've had. I was Mm. honest and told her my number. She told me she's been with nine men. She told me she she got married in 22, at the age of 22, and her husband was the first man she'd ever been with and she never cheated on him. She's been divorced four years, so that means she's had sex with eight men in four years. Gone, girl. That seems a bit excessive to me. Isn't her body count too high? 
I have said this to women. I, it's too late for me, to, but I have told women this number. When a man asks you how many sexual partners you have had, and you have to give a number, your maximum number is what? Is three. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give a damn if you work at Magic City in the back room. What's in the back room? What's in the back room? What's happening? Just whatever happened back there. Uh-huh. In the in the back room and, and you having conversations after the dance is over. I don't uh-huh. care what. I don't give a damn if you uh-huh. work at the massage parlor doing way more than massaging. Happy. When a man asks you what is your number, your max is three. three. Two, two very bad mistakes you made, a marriage, and one more, and you regret it deeply. Mm-hmm. If you're 25, that's your number. If you 35, 3, 45, 3, three. <laughs> don't not have no honest-ass conversation with no man talking about you've been with no damn nine nah. men, shut your ass up. <laughs> and I don't know how, dog, I don't know what number he gave her, but it was uh-huh. way more than nine, which is what made her comfortable saying yes. nine. Right, yes. exactly, yes. Steve. Right. Reverse she thought she low it, probably. Oh, well, let me call, because, you know, because, like, okay, like, you just can't give that number out, dog. Nah, I yeah. I could never <laughs> divulge that damn number. Not the real number. Lord Jesus, no. Some stuff you got to take to your grave. Yeah. Sometimes, I'm, I'm telling you, see, that old, remember I told you that old saying, everything in the dark come to light? That ain't true. <laughs> That's not true. That's your damn mouth. Yeah. Dog, it's a lot of stuff stay in the dark, and, and it's meant to be. It's called forgiveness. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> Shut your mouth. It's a lot of stuff in the grave. Nine. Take us to the grave. Wow. Take us to the grave. Let's go. Let's help out Farah in D.C. I'm a 52-year-old single woman, and I recently had sex with my brother-in-law. Mm. Oh, he him. walked in on my sister having sex with their manny at home, and then he came running to my house to tell me what happened. We had a few drinks. He got touchy-feely, and then we had sex. I felt terrible, and I told my sister everything. She said she didn't care. I told my brother-in-law to stay away from me, but he won't stop begging for more. My best girlfriend told me that if the sex was good and my sister doesn't care, then definitely go back for seconds. What do you think? That's some bad advice. Wow. (laughs) Okay, I don't know who your girlfriend is, but you feel weird because you're sleeping with your sister's husband. You wasn't supposed to do it in the first place. I don't care yeah. what. Two wrongs don't make a right. And why right. the sister don't Because he walked in. But see, why is his punk ass over there crying <laughs> to her about <laughs> For real? walking in on his wife sleeping with the manny? Why, why is, first of all, What's if I man? come in the house, nanny is a man nanny, manny. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't know if that. I, I walk in the man. house and my wife sleeping with the manny, I, it's going to be hard for me to do anything. You can interview me downtown behind that glass. But, <laughs> and, oh, that and, phone? And, yeah. It's going to be all type of yellow tape around this damn house. Chalk We're gonna marks. They're going to be picking shells out of ply, plywood. Oh, they're going to be picking. Man, we got 42 shells in here. I don't know. All right, Steve. You made Did your point. Thank you, okay. CLO. All right, time to go. Coming up next, a nephew with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after today's strawberry letter, the subject is, he's too bougie for my church. Mm. But right now, the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Tom? I got HPP. That's Husband Protection Program. Husband <sighs> Protection. You, you know, somebody got to protect these husbands out there, Carlin. I'm sorry. HPP. Oh. Let's go, Cat now. Hey, hey. Good afternoon, this is Morgan. Hi, Morgan. Um, my name is Josh. I'm with uh, HPP, giving you a call. You are married to uh, Mr. Sean. Am I correct? Yes. You're with who now? I'm with HPP. We actually um, pick your husband up from his job today. I wanted to give you a call. Are you... Pick him up for what? Okay, you're, you're his wife, Morgan, right? Correct. Okay. Uh, actually, just wanted to make sure that he's okay and we're, we're worried Why about his well being. Why would he not be okay? What happened? Well, nothing's happened as of right now. We've had a conversation with him, and we've checked him out. He's definitely okay. Okay, but why? Why are you picking him up, though? I don't. I don't understand why. All right, just, just, just calm, calm down. Hang on a second. I got a couple questions for you. Your husband. He is about what five nine, correct? Yes. Right, and you would agree that uh, Sean weighs uh, about one hundred and seventy-five pounds. Does that sound about right? That he weighs. Uh, yes. Okay. Here's another question. Now, exactly, Morgan. How tall are you? I'm five nine as well. Okay. And uh, if you don't mind, I know it's a little different type of question, but if you don't mind, how much do you weigh? I'm like 200. Wait, wait, wait a minute. What is what is what is how much I weigh have to do with it? it? I don't. What what is wrong with him? And where is why? Where is he right now? We actually have him. We have him in our custody. You right have now. him where? We have him in our custody right now here why? at our headquarters at HPP. So headquarters. What head? What is a? What is a HPP? Ma'am, HPP is husband protection program. Husband protection? I've never, I have never heard of such a thing. Why, why is he there? Well, the problem we have, and we've been getting some actual complaints or whatnot, and not necessarily from him, but that you've been bullying your husband. Okay, you know what? I'm at my job, and I'm going to need you to hold on one second so I can go in here. What, what, what did you say? Have you and uh, Sean had any arguments at all lately? Have we had? We're married. Have we had arguments? Of course we've had arguments. What, what does that have to do with anything? Have you guys had any altercations? Any altercations? Yes. What kind of altercations? Have you been bullying your husband in a physical way? Have I been bullying him? Have you, bullying have you him been, how? Have you been, have you what been the f*** are you talking about? Bullying him? For somebody to turn in and give us... Somebody who? 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 Because if you think you need to put him on the phone, if you him, you need to let me talk to him. I, I can't put him on. This, this is what I'm talking about. What, and this what is what you're talking you about. You call me at my job, put off a HPP crap, and somebody turn somebody in for some arguing. We're married. Who do you freaking know who's married and does not argue? I understand you're married, but it is my job to protect husbands that are getting bullied by their wives. This is not the best. I'm not at liberty to let you speak to him right now. To you, what you're not going to do is bully me as well. And I, I see. Everybody's what trying to bully you. I want to know what going on and why you call me at my job with some crap about him being at some headquarters of HPP. I don't even HPP is. Never heard of HPP. And my husband is not even protected from anybody, especially not me. It is husband protection program. You've been bullying your husband. You've been using bad language with your husband. I want to talk to him. He's my husband. When he said I do, he said I do. That's whatever she says to me, whenever she says it, and however she says it, and that's what the he gets. And if he has a problem.
problems with arguing with me, he needs to stop his crap and it won't be no arguments. And you tell him that. You see, this is what we're talking about. This is why he's been picked up today and brought into our custody so that he would be definitely protected from you. You know what? If he needs some protection and he's in your custody now, you can keep him there. How about that? Well, here's what we're going to do. Somebody's going to be picking you up, bringing you in so we can have a conversation. Somebody's picking me up and bringing me nowhere. What the what, what do you think this is? We're bringing you in so we can have a you conversation with way. you. Let me explain something to you, ma'am. We will be bringing you in, having a conversation you're with you, and trying in. to analyze. You're going anywhere with you? You're going to be coming in, and you're going to do exactly what we tell you to do. You're not going anywhere with anybody. Are you physically or mentally abusing your husband? You know what? You don't have to pick me up. Tell me where you are. I will come to you. You don't have to pick me up. I will, I will come down there. I will handle you and him at the same time. You tell me what you are. This is what we're talking you. about. Where is I'm going to ask you a serious question. Is there, is there some type of consequence if he doesn't listen to you? Is there a consequence? I mean, I mean, uh, what, what are you doing? Are you treating your husband like a child? What are you doing to him? If he's acting like a child, he's going to get treated like a child. If, you, if he has a problem with how I treat him, you talk to him about how he acts. Let me ask you something, Miss Morgan. What do you do for a living? I am head of security at this building, and they're about to call security on me because I'm loud in this room back here. Oh, so you're head of security. So you know all about putting people in chokeholds and, and how to apprehend a person, don't you? That is my job. Yes, I do. So are you doing that at home? What? I'm not going to tell you again. I don't harm that man in any way. No way. Have I ever, would I ever, nor has he me. He needs to get his behind in his car and go back to work. We have bills to pay and don't have time for this crap. I got one more thing I need to say to you. Are you listening? You don't have nothing to say to me but that you about to put my husband on his phone and let me talk to him about this I'm crap. Sean, Sean, sit down. Sit down, Sean. No, don't I... give him, hand him the phone. Let me talk. I need to understand what the heck this sit is coming Sit down, Sean. Let... I got it. Let me finish the talk conversation with, okay? No, you don't need to finish it. Let me finish with his Put him on the phone. Hello. Mm-hmm. I have one more thing to ask you. Are you listening? Mm-hmm. Are you listening? Go ahead. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your husband, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh-uh. Hello? Uh-uh. <laughs> you... <laughs> Forget you. Morgan, you there? I don't believe this crap. <laughs> what are you... Where you, where you at right now, man? I, I was worried about the people at your job. Where you at? I'm back here in this closet, <laughs> sweating like a freaking pig in heat, <laughs> dripping makeup everywhere. <laughs> I cannot believe this. <laughs> oh, God, uh, man. Okay, baby, I got to ask you, what is the baddest, I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land? <laughs> the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Is <laughs> <laughs> What I do! Huh. Boy, let me tell you it's something. It's what I do! Boy, let me tell you something. She was so mad. I mean, her ass was mad. She was Because. She was breathing. Boy, boy, she had to calm down. Yes, she did. She I'm was hot. You ain't picking me up, taking me nowhere. Yes. You ain't the police. Okay. <laughs> I tell you what. I tell you what. Tell me where you are. I'm gonna come down there. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna come down there for his ass and your ass. Come on. <laughs> she ain't scared of her husband for sure. We married. <laughs> what married couple? You know, don't argue. Yeah, we. What? Yeah. <sighs> no. Oh man. Well, that was good, time, boy. Uh, Ooh, that was a good one. Uh, we my are girl. here oh to my protect God. your husband. My husband don't need protection from me. 
hold on, hold on. I'm at my job. Let me, I'm head of security. Hold, they about to call on security second. on me. <laughs> hold on one second. Let me, let me get out of here. Yeah, I'm tired of this. Where you at? I'm in a closet tripping makeup, sweating like a pig. <laughs> you play way too much. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I went she, down she that had one. had me breathing hard. I know. Oh, I was irritated. At the end, there was, there, there was some different kind of breaths at the end. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> she had oh, all the energy. Make me hurt you. So you, you know how to put me. people in chokehold. Are you doing this at home? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Ain't nobody touched him, nor he has me. Put, put him on the phone. Oh, man. <laughs> I got it, Sean. Sit down. I got it. I got it, Sean. Don't worry about this here. I got it. Let me talk to Sean. (laughs) (laughs) She was coming to find you, nephew. Boy, I wish wish you'd have handed that phone to Sean. (laughs) That's another prank. (laughs) Hello? Yeah. Yeah, baby, it's me. What is your ass doing? <laughs> if you don't All get right. your butt back to work, we got bills you, to nephew. pay. Coming we got to go next. back to work. Right. Coming up next, it's my strawberry letter subject. He's too bougie for my church. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Okay, we could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Subject, he's too bougie for my church. All right, dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 46-year-old woman, and I need your advice on dealing with the man I'm dating. He was the first in his family to graduate college, and now he is a successful doctor with his own private practice. I'm a doctor, too, and I work in a public health clinic, which is not in the safest community. My boyfriend loves to joke about me working in the hood. He is opinionated and arrogant at times, and it drives me crazy. I should have known better, but I took him to my parents' church anniversary service last week, and it did not go well. I drove and picked him up, and as I turned into the neighborhood, he asked why we were heading to the ghetto. He saw the church and commented that he should not have worn an expensive suit and shoes, and he hopes no one breaks in my car while we're inside. I rolled my eyes at him and told him to chill. During the service, one of the older members of the church read a Bible verse, and my man corrected him under his breath. An older lady motioned for my man to be quiet. Then pastor spoke, and uh, he started mispronouncing names from the Bible and hollering and sweating, and my man chuckled out loud several times, and I had to nudge him to stop. At the end of the service, the pastor came to say hi to me, and he said he couldn't wait to meet the rude person I brought with me. My man didn't mind being called rude, nor did he try to be polite. He told pastor the church needs to get security for the parking lot and only let members that can read well do the scriptures and announcements. He embarrassed me so badly that I almost broke up with him. What's funny is that he's from the worst hood in town. So why is he, why is he like this? Is this something he can change? (laughs) 
Well, you know, right now, reading this letter, the only thing he needs to change is you. I mean, you need to wake up and realize that you can do much better than this guy. And it's always these kinds of guys, you know, they forget where they come from. You think they're better now because he's a doctor and doing well and all of that. So now he's looking down at everyone else. I mean, why would he go to church and embarrass you like that and be rude to the pastor and correct every... I mean, who does he think he is? And in a relationship, the priority should be you, okay? You should be a priority. He acts as if you and whatever you got going on is just so beneath him. You know, why am I here? Oh, you need security. Why are we going to the hood? Well, that's where you came from. Something worse than this, okay? Uh, you're a doctor too. I just want you to, rem- to, to remind you that you are a doctor too, uh, and you don't act like that. Uh, his problem, like I said, is he forgot where he came from, and instead of trying to help the community and be a shining example to them of you can get out, you can become a doctor, you can, you know, and maybe going back and helping some of the the people in the community, you know, do something. Uh, He's looking down on them. He's being rude to them. He's turned his back on them. He's being nasty to them. And he's making the snide remarks and comments to you. I don't know how you can put up with this. I'm sure you can do better. Uh, uh, And... You know, he needs to just move on. I I just think he needs to move on. You need to let him go and let him know why you're letting him go. Steve? Wow. Let me just start by saying this. (laughs) Uh, This doctor that you're dating is uh, atypical of what happens. See, a lot of people think that their current position removes them from their former past. I'm going to say that again. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of people who think that their current position in life removes them from their past. The problem that they fail to realize is when you become successful, it is your past. It is that that you were that helped you become who you are. See, let me explain something to you. If it wasn't for the hood, there's no way I'm in the position I'm in today. If it wasn't what the hood taught me and showed me, that's no way I'm who I am today. Because that hood gave me the fiber, the starch, the grit, the guts, the fight to fight this other war on the other side of the world that I've been on. Now, this is the serious part that I'm giving you about this letter. You, I, There is no Steve Harvey without Wonder Love. He, he don't exist. He doesn't exist. My former self. Mm-hmm. An, a, a character, an image of me that was created in the past that helped me survive who I was. Well, that thing right there is the very reason I got to be who I am. See, and that amazes me how people get bougie like that and all of a sudden. They, they try to lead that from behind. You, you can't run from what you were. I embrace it. So that's the serious part of the letter. Now, do you have a problem with this man? Yes. Are you, are you going to be able to fix him? Probably not. Now, can you stomach him? I don't know. I don't know. 
I, it don't sound to me like you like him because don't nobody reading this letter like him. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> now, when we come back mm-hmm. after the break, I'm going to give you a demonstration of what happened at the church that threw it okay. off. <laughs> All right, thank you. Right, I'm going to ask <laughs> well, Deacon Def Jam to join me because nah. I could tell you what happened. We'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after. He's too bougie for my church. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. He's too bougie for my church is the subject. Let's this go. girl, 46-year-old woman, done dealing with this man, his first family to graduate college, and he's a successful doctor, got his own practice. She's a doctor, too, but she works in the hood. He always joking her about working in the hood. And he done forgot where he's from. Like I said, a lot of people think that their current position uh, in life removes them from their prior life of their past. When people don't realize it is your past is how you got where you are in the first place. If it wasn't from the conditions of the hood that I lived in, I don't get to be successful. Because I wouldn't have to fight the starch. I I wouldn't have the tough skin I got. You know, when they talking about me, when they making fun of me, when they behind my back, when they stab me, when they jump on me for no reason, when they when they come out the bushes. See, 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 it, see, see, see what mess people up. See, social media ain't the first set of bushes I didn't I'd have had somebody jump out on me on. Hmm. See. <laughs> so, <laughs> so see, so see, 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 see. Even though social media is new, it's new level, new devil. But these the same bushes though. See, Herman, Will- Herman Wilson jumped on me from behind the bushes the first time. Every time Herman I walk Wilson. past bushes, Herman Wilson. And I look for people behind the bushes now. So when they jump on me, I got what it takes. It's a whole lot from my past. But now what happened was you picked your man up and you took him to church. And as you turned into the neighborhood, they asked why you was heading to the ghetto. He saw the church and commented that he he shouldn't have worn an expensive suit and, uh, and shoes and hope don't nobody bring in his car while he's inside. You roll your eyes at him, told him to chill. Now, this your pastor's, your mama and them pastor anniversary. So, you know, they had little uh, sheets over the two chairs up front. You know, uh, the usher board wore white. You know, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, a little hood church. They yeah. decorated it they best decorated they could, it, but yeah. they ain't a lot of money. We get it. Some uh, One of the older members of the church read a Bible verse, and my man corrected him under his breath. Mm. God's Deacon Jeff Jam, I want you to help me out. Yes, sir. Right here, man. We are reading from the book of Job. From the book of Job. Where it says he was swassled by the whale. And as he laid in the underbelly of the whale, it, it must it, it must have stank in there. Huh. You, you feel me? <laughs> Uh, and uh, I, I, I guess I'm assuming that the whale regurgitated him back up on the beach. Uh, and when he got up on the beach, he was faced with temptation because some girls on the beach with bikinis on. Can you see what I'm seeing? Uh, no, but I'm staying with you. But uh, I don't and that is why the temptation that was on that beach is the same temptation that followed them into the wilderness into for 40 years. 40 Jonah, years? Job was in the belly of the whale. A lot of people think it was Jonah, but they oh. called him Job for short. Oh, really? Oh. 
Ooh. Ooh. So Jonah so and Job is not, is the same person? Is what you saying? Ooh. Yes, sir. Ooh. Yes, sir. Now the her boyfriend corrected that it's Jonah was in the belly uh, of the whale. Job okay. had boils and was tested by Satan. There was there was no desert for him the forty years. And that's what he's just yeah. correcting him on. But now here we go. This is what. And then the pastor spoke and started mispronouncing names from the Bible and hollering and sweating, and your man started laughing. Let us go. Mm-hmm. Deacon, read a verse from the Bible, please. Uh, pick, pick uh, Daniel, Daniel went down to the lion's den. And we read it from the book of? Uh, I don't know. I just knew that script. Well, if it's Daniel there. down in the... Lines, then we must be reading from the book of Daniel. (laughs) (laughs) Come on now. Uh, From the book of Daniel, read. Uh, I'm not in the book. I I changed book. Go ahead and change. Fine, I follow. All right. Uh, Read something from from uh, Thepolonus. Thessalonians. Yes. Don't nobody preach from that no more, but okay, Thessalonians. Uh, well, then, if that's... you don't want to read from that, read from Exodus. No! <laughs> <laughs> that would be Exodus, I think, yes. Panther. You don't, you don't correct me. You must thank you the doctor in this letter. No, 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 <laughs> I just, I'm here for you. I'm, and I'm here read for you. from the second book in the Bible, right behind Janias. Read from... <laughs> Do that there, Rana. Oh. Uh, I'm still stuck on I'm still stuck on Janias. I've got to find that first. And then uh, I want y'all to get ready to turn to first chloride. First chlorothus. Okay. I'm gonna say this. I I know the the doctors over there saying a lot, but we gonna have to start having more Bible study. And then we're gonna turn to the book of Proverbs. Whoa. And we're gonna read from Proverbs. And that'll be the end of it. And then we're gonna and then we're gonna close out with peace psalms. And and that ought to do it for that'll be all our lessons for today. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. Junior Sports Talk coming up in 46 minutes after the hour, right after this. I think your vibe are different than mine. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Okay, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl drew a total audience of 96.4 million viewers. The most watched Super Bowl was in 2015, the New England Patriots and the Seattle Seahawks. That game drew 114.4 million viewers. So Uh CBS said Sunday Super Bowl championship was the most live-streamed NFL game, averaging 5.7 million viewers per minute. And that was up 65% from last year's Super Bowl. So it's pretty pretty good watching. Can I ask you a sports question? Yes, sir. Do y'all still have Deshaun? Yeah, yes, okay, that's the do. next thing I want to oh, okay. talk about, too. Okay, I, I really want to say this because this is something that bothers me. How come when it comes to black players at quarterback position, how come they always have a comment about they need to stay with their team? I don't really like that. I know Deshaun trying to lead the Houston um, Texans, but he has a right if he don't like the team he owns, just like uh, Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford didn't like the team they was on. 
Ain't nobody saying You ain't heard no problem out of that. You ain't heard nothing. Hold up. Eli Manning, when he got drafted, refused to play for a team. So I don't really appreciate the comments that Dick Vermeil and Brett Favre made about Deshaun Watson. Man, I know he on my team. What Brett Favre say? Well, they just say that because you know he just needs to stay and play. There's no this whole this whole players. Oh, that's along the lines of shut up and dribble. Yeah, but hold on. (laughs) Uh, Brett Favre, didn't you want out of Green Bay and went to Minnesota? And went to Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure now we're talking the same thing because even if he is uncomfortable, I mean, we gave him reason not to feel comfortable in Houston. I mean, we gave away DeAndre Hopkins. Mm -hmm. Oh, that ain't all. You know, the year before yeah. that, we get we let we let Jadavion Clowney walk out. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. you know. And then and JJ and Watts they hurt. Yeah, and then Who? them four games y'all won, y'all ain't win but four this year. <laughs> yeah, now that that means so, no we don't need you no are help. not helping. I love you, Jadavion. Why he won't out? So you know, I understand. I'm with, with the Browns. I, everybody right want out right. the Browns every year. I know when they won't out. I know the look <laughs> on their face. <laughs> But right is right and wrong is wrong now. All you got to do is right, look at the Junior. Houston. You, you know point, how many of them be out there on the football field and they don't even buckle their chin straps? <laughs> no, because it was one thing they said that, you know, like they said about now, you know, when he was doing what they wanted to do, his character was fine. He was a great guy. He was yeah. a team player. He was a leader. The minute he won't out, now it's a problem. Now he ain't got the same character. Well, you know, people with good character, when they get done wrong, they don't want to talk to nobody. That don't make them another person with good well, character. Yeah, Junior. Good point, Junior. Hey, yeah. I like that. Go with Sean. Hold your head up, man. He is. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know you what are... y'all gonna do. Y'all gonna win two games next year. <laughs> At least. Don't even... Who is our backup? Yeah, y'all ain't got Deshaun. I don't know who y'all got. Hang in there, Deshaun. Man, don't All right, worry Junior. about it, dog. <laughs> Good point. All right, coming up. Bobby Donov is y'all's backup quarterback. <laughs> Bobby Donov. <laughs> we'll have some love advice from the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Passing on big plans for a night on the town in favor of a quiet night on Valentine's Day night at home. Uh, Lots of us are this year because, of course, of the pandemic, but that hasn't stopped us from being romantic. It doesn't mean, you know, you can't do something really special for your your lover. Uh, All week, our chief love officer, Steve Harvey, is here to give us tips how to create Valentine's Day romance and that ambiance that we love on a budget, okay? Well, Steve, we want to talk about... uh, uh, Put some honey on her thighs and lick it off. Oh. Oh. I just that want much, that's that's no matter what, what but, but any particular know. honey. That's no, but that's, that's cheap. Honey ain't the honey can't cost that much. Ain't no more than four dollars a bottle. If you ain't just got make that, sure you ain't it ain't no gorilla glue. Damn. <laughs> I just <laughs> said honey food. Nobody <laughs> eat gorilla glue. Yeah. So one more time, Steve, do what now? I just said get some honey, put it on the thighs and lick it off. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> any more questions? Uh-huh. Well, we, that, that wasn't a question. You, know, you just volunteered. Got, that was a bon- bonus. And, and, and right. if you're allergic to honey, deal with it. <laughs> just take the hives. Because yeah. the rewards will be great. Get that it's just a Benadryl. Keep a heavy pen. Yeah. Keep it pushing. Get your ass some Benadryl and fight through it. I know you have a love question for for our CLO, Junior. Well, you know, I'm trying to figure out, like, you know, like bedroom stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, like the candles that you know is there a certain yeah. type of candles we get because you want to put wax on somebody how we yeah what yeah you might want to yeah what yeah, you want to do you can't junior. get the ones down at walgreens what i'm saying yeah, we need see, good junior, candles what you want to do is you want to get uh 
Uh, they call uh, who are you? Uh, Crisco candles. <laughs> Crisco candles, and most chefs know how to make them. So if you got, if you can get your hands on a chef that uh-huh. and got a little extra Crisco, just drop a wick down in it, and you got, you can go and do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. A Crisco candle. Yeah, get some Crisco, Crisco candles. You know what I mean? Huh? Yeah. Okay, okay I got one. Tommy, come on. I know you have one. Okay. How do you let the happy Softly. time? I'm sorry. <laughs> let, Be quiet. Let how question. do you let the happy time? You know, these are for the men that's trying to last an hour and a half. How, how, yeah. how do you take us through that? How do we last an hour and a half for the happy uh, Now, that's going to require that you. A disclaimer. You, you go, no, 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 really. No, you, you got to really focus. To okay. last for an hour and a half, <laughs> and it can't all be built around just one activity that we're famous for. It's okay. going you're gonna have to work on the events that occur leading up to Four it. Play. Mm. Uh, I, I want to call it something else, Sister Shirley. It, this ain't your segment. <laughs> you just got <laughs> your damn internet Shirley. working, so what you need to do is back up because you're just say all, all in the damn segment now. A minute ago, your Zoom wasn't even working. Women now, love foreplay. <laughs> okay, but I'm just telling you there's some activity. You got to get a lot of pre, pre-show pre game. It's like at Super Bowl. Mm. You know, you got to have coin toss. Yeah. You got to have, have somebody sing the national anthem. Yeah. You, know, you got you got you got the planes fly overhead. <laughs> you know you got to, got to, you, you got to have the color guard come out with the flags, <laughs> walking passing. Yeah. You know you got to do all that. You know you got to come over to PA make a couple announcements. Mm. You yeah. got to treat it like the Super Bowl. Super Bowl okay. is a build up. It's two weeks before. What's gonna happen and how we gonna do it and what I bet and all this here. And you got to talk and you got to run bath water. You got to. Mm throw pedals in the floor and you know you got to vacuum hearts in the carpet you know you got to be yeah, in there like and you know you know I mean, you got you got to light candles all over the house without burning it down it's about <laughs> and that that's about Crystal an hour candles. 50 uh, that's, that's about hour 50 a, i'm just yeah. trying to get you two out and you got 10 minutes and just hard love it yeah okay cool 10 hard minutes <laughs> All right, look. <laughs> Thank you, CLO. We'll both be back. y'all tired after that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we'll be back in 20 minutes after. Picking right up after all this. them rose petals and stuff off the <laughs> floor. Clean you know. out the yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. <laughs> Carla has a question. We have some questions for you. Go ahead. Okay, Carla. so what about some Valentine's Day advice for a single person? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Single person, Denton, you know. Mississippi Monica just mm. raised her hand. Quickly, something quick. Well, just real quick, you know, then Valentine's Day for you is just going to be like another day. It's just Sunday, you know. Yeah. Find mm. Joel Osteen on TV or something, you know. Can try, you buy yourself to... a gift? It's... What about spoiling yeah. yourself? Yeah, you can buy yourself yeah. a gift. It ain't going to be the same thing, though. It ain't going to be the same <laughs> uh... thing. You know, you can put it in a box, too, and say this is from someone who loves me yes. very much. Me. Yes. I mean, yeah, lay yourself out. Yeah. Yeah, that ain't really no good-ass suggestion, but go ahead, though. I like it. (laughs) It No, I really do. I think Valentine's Day is a time to remind you. Well, you know, look. But, Steve, if you don't love yourself, you got to love yourself. Yeah, you do have to love yourself, but not every year, though. 
You do want somebody. You know, Prince said, I just want to be somebody, somebody. Yeah. Valentine's Day can be, it could be hard, but everybody's not uh, in love on this day. And it's just a day of love. Love yourself. Yes. Love your friends. You know, you know, get with some of your other friends and y'all do something on Valentine's Day. Single people know other single people, you know, get together and go, you know, well, you can't get together no more. Zoom, have a Valentine's Zoom party. A little wine Mm. gathering on Valentine's Day. Struggling on this one, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. uh, We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show (laughs) coming up in 33 minutes after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We're all still so sad to hear about the passing of Supreme's founder, Mary Wilson. Um, <sighs> Mary died suddenly Monday at, Monday evening at her home in Las Vegas, according to her longtime friend and publicist, Jay Swartz. She was 76 years old. Uh, Mary, along with Diana Ross and the late Florence Ballard, co-founded the Supremes in a Detroit housing project when... Uh, They were just 15 years old. This was back in the 60s. Uh, While Mm. Diana and Florence left the group, Mary stayed until the end in 1977. Um, Diana Ross, everyone had something to say. And Barry uh, Gordy, Motown founder, released a statement saying, I was extremely shocked and saddened to hear of the passing of a major member of the Motown family, Mary Wilson of the Supremes. Uh, The Supremes were always known as the Sweethearts of Motown. Mary, along with Diana and Florence, came to Motown, like I said, back in the early 60s after an unprecedented string of number one hits, um, television and nightclub bookings. They opened doors for themselves, the other Motown acts, and so many more. Sad Man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, Diana Ross and the Supremes was the original girl group. Girl group, yeah. Because yeah. before them, there were female acts and groups but mm-hmm. I think, I think, well, in my lifetime, the Supremes was the first one to get out there on a national level. It was doing and TV and, and Ed yeah. Sullivan and all yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. They, they, they were, were the primates, right? Were they yeah, the primates? Yeah, primates first. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then and, they were next level, though, girl group. They were so fabulous and beautiful. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. I, I and mean, that spawned just, all of these. Mm-hmm. In Vogue, um, uh, yeah, uh, SWV, Destiny's Child, yeah. uh-huh. uh, the girls, are, emotions. That's my name. Oh, the emotions. emotions. Yeah, yes. mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Them girls, they can sing. The oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, they can uh-huh. sing. You can quit playing with them now. Mm-hmm. The Jones girls, all of them. Yeah, all of the girls groups. You gonna yeah, girl groups. make yeah. me love somebody else? If you keep on, if you keep on treating me the way you don't want to do it, don't want to do it. Oh, those are jams, man. Yeah, yeah baby love, stop in the name of love. Where did my love go? Baby, those baby. were Supreme's hits. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mary Wilson leaves behind a daughter, a son, and seven grandchildren. In addition, she's survived by a sister, a brother, cousin, three grandchildren, and a great grandchild. Our deepest condolences going out to the Wilson family. But you're right, Steve. The the Supremes, they they um, broke barriers. You know, it was... Um, yeah. Because I love the Temptations so much, so I used to just love... So were they at the same time, Carla? Mm-hmm. Was yes, the Tips sir. and yeah. the Supremes yes, right at the same time? Yes, sir. Oh, yeah. The Primes yeah. and the Primettes. Yes! Yeah. <laughs> no, they was Motown. Yes, sir. Yeah. 
RIP Mary Wilson. Uh, we'll be back with our last break of the day and, of course, some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are, last break of the day, and uh, we're looking for some closing remarks from you, our leader, our yeah, fearless yeah. leader. I guess I could take it in. So, you know, because I've been a little different today. I've been more of a, a, a straight at straight to the mark guy today, you know. Mm-hmm. So I guess my closing remarks should be more of a, how, how should I put it to you? I want to talk mm. about uh, mm. just how important it is for everybody to just be in touch with your spiritual side. You know, I think, man, look, I've, I've grown up as a person spiritually, you know, and I've really, really come to understand through travels and everything that there's a lot of different ways that people culturally worship and I've just come to respect that more and more and more. Now, my mother was a Sunday school teacher, and she always taught me to be respectful of other faiths and other people's methods because she says, Steve, this is working for us. This is what we believe to be true and real, and don't let nobody talk you off this. She say, but I would not think that there's not another route to where we trying to get to. Because it's other sections of the world and other 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 different people from cultures and raised up a different way. So she say, as you meet these people, you have to be mindful. Don't be so stuck on your way that you want it your way or the highway. Or you want to be so enforceful of your faith and your beliefs that you don't that people get uncomfortable being around you. He, she said, that ain't your job. She said, your job is to be light, not darkness. He said, you, she said, you don't know. Just live your life where a person that's living in darkness might say, man, how can I get some of that light you got? As opposed to walking around passing judgment, talking about, I see you over there in that dark. This is the light right here. She said, that ain't how you do it. Just be a light. And so I've always kind of managed, managed to kind of navigate myself through the world like that because I got friends from... That's Jewish friends I have, you know, Muslim friends. You know, I, I have friends, man, all around the world, man, that are some beautiful people, man. I'm talking about kind, live by the same morals, got the same values I got. They love family. They love peace. They love God. They leave joy. They love sharing. They love light. They love hope. They love kindness. They do unto others as you they would have them do unto you, all of that. And so I become comfortable with it. But I think everybody that hears me should just get in touch with your spiritual side. In 2021, make a commitment to get a little closer to God because God is so necessary, man. I just don't I just don't know how you make it without him. I really don't. Oh, now, don't get me wrong. I'm human. I've attempted it before. I've spent spans in my life not talking to God, not praying, not, 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 not confiding in him. And uh, because of his grace and mercy, he allowed me to survive those moments because he loved me. And, 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 and he knew I knew better. And you might be that person that's going through that too. You might be that person 
that really knows that there is a God and was really raised up by your grandmother or your mother, and you just slid off to the left or to the right and was just doing your thing. But you can always come back. You can always walk towards the light. You can always pray. You don't have to go to church to pray. You don't have to go to no certain building. And here's the important thing about prayer. You don't need permission. You actually can have a relationship with God just yourself, man. You should try it. Because if you're feeling moments of confusion, uncertainty, doubt, if you feel alone, if you don't know what your next move going to be, can I tell you something? God knows exactly what your next move should be because he has a plan for you. And if you talk with him, he'll unveil it to you. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be without opposition. It ain't going to be without challenges or setbacks. But he'll be there with you the whole way. It's the only explanation I have for my existence today. I wish you would, man. It's just a real simple thing, you know? And I ain't that dude where, you know, look, you look at me and I'm always shouting or got my hands up praying or, or telling you this and telling you that. I'm not that. I'm not that person. But, boy, I got a real good relationship with him, though. I really do. And it's personal. And it, and it gets me through every crisis I've ever had in my life. If you follow my career and you know me from this radio show, like I have fans, man, who listen to this radio show every day. If you know me as a person, you've seen me survive some hella hits. You've seen them come for me. Oh, I've, I've seen y'all defend me the real people that really love me and know my spirit and my heart. And you've watched them haters come for me. And you've watched every single time he picked me up, set me on solid pathways and directions, dust me off, and next thing you know, I'm rolling again. You've seen them and heard them write me off over and over and over. And every time you look up, I keep shining because that God I serve, that merciful, forgiving, loving, understanding God has promised me that he would never leave me. And you know what? He ain't ever. In my darkest moments, he has never, ever left me. He has been the one constant thing I can count on my entire life. What he's done for me, he will do for you. All you got to do is talk to him and confide in him. Get your relationship with God. He'd love to hear from you. Talk to him. He really would love to hear from you. And he don't care that it's been a while. Try For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 